0: With all the departures that have occurred for Arizona basketball, Azulis Tabellis is going to be the man that is going to make or break the 2022-2023 Arizona basketball seasons, and there's a variety of reasons for it. Let's get to it. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast. I'm your host Mike Luke. All right, so we all know the we all know the deal by now. Ben Matherin has gone pro. Daylon Terry has gone pro. Christian Coloco has also entered the NBA draft. Now, I think after the season, everybody assumed that Ben Matherin would be going pro. I don't think that anybody looked at and said, you know what, Um, uh, Daylon Terry and Christian Coloco. Maybe Coloco because of kind of the meteoric rise that he had, but I don't think many people saw Daylon Terry leaving. And, you know, for a good reason. I mean, he averaged eight points, four rebounds, four assists. But as we've always talked about, the NBA is about what can you do for me five years down the road if I'm going to draft you. So now let's talk about the role and the expectations for next year's team. But first and foremost, the guy that matters the most right here is Azulis Tabellis. Now, I'm not really breaking any news here, but Azulis has to take his game to the next level. Now, a little bit of a rehash. Comes in here, uh, international recruit, um, well-known, another Jack Murphy specialty. He comes in here, and he is one of the best freshmen in the Pac-12, one of the better ones in the country two years ago. Heck, I mean, when you put up 31-8 and on the Mobley brothers, you you can do some things, and I think that's fair to say. But when you look at him – and Tommy Lloyd talked about this before the season, you want him to be able to look at his guy, man him up, and then be able to physically just push him around. And that never really occurred this past year with Tabellis. Now, he had some really good stretches for sure. He had, he even had a Pac-12 player of the weekend there, but it felt like the majority of the season he was basically alternating between you know rehabbing a sprained ankle, being in a mental funk, Um, trying to play outside of himself, and that's not what Arizona needs. And it kind of encapsulated itself at the end of last year, where in the Pac-12 tournament, he started taunting a little bit, telling his opponents they were too short. And then once he got into the NCAA tournament against TCU, against Houston, he got punked. I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, All of the, you know, flaunting that he was doing to other players, they were doing that to him. So, and Tommy Lloyd basically couldn't play him. I mean, in the second half of games, Azulis Tabellus wasn't in there. And I think before the season, if you were to say that Azulis Tabellus wasn't going to be playing in the second half of an NCAA tournament game, I think a lot of fans would say, well, he got hurt or something happened. Not that he was mentally out of it, but that's exactly what occurred there. So you got to hit reset right here. Azulis Tabellus is now the man. He's coming back with his averages of 14 and seven. He's got to be able to take that next step. And first it's about getting right mentally. You got to get back to a good spot where you're natural, not where you're just kind of running the motions, going through things. You've got to be able to know that every single game, my team counts on me. I can't float. I can't give and go. I've got to be that guy. And he's got the capability of being that guy. We wouldn't be talking about that. So Arizona next year, we're going to run down all of the players and what they need to do for Arizona to be able to reach its maximum potential, but we're going to start with Azulis. Azulis has to be in contention for the Pac-12 player of the year and get some on it's all-American consideration. He's got to be a 17-8 and 8 guy. He's got to get into a little bit better shape. He's kind of got a dad bod, so you're never going to look at him and say that he's super sculpted. That's not really ever going to be his thing, but he needs to get in a little bit better shape, and he needs to be able to physically push his guy around. He's going to be one of the older players in college basketball next year, and if he wants to play in the NBA, this is going to be his uh, his time. Now, Tommy Lloyd has certainly shown that he's got the ability to put these guys in the places that... They need to be, and I think Azulis Tabellis will be that. He's going to get every opportunity to do that, so we'll see exactly what happens there. But he has got to be that guy. And again, Arizona, as we talked about uh, before, is not a national title contender this coming year, but it should be a top twenty-five team, and that starts with Azulis. All right, the other guy too that was a little bit of a lightning rod last year was Kirk Kresa. Kirk Kresa is in. An- You watch him play at the point guard position. He's a very good – he looks like he should be a very good shooter. He's got picture-perfect form. He can – he looks confident shooting it, but for whatever reason, he shot 33% from three and, what, 38% from field. Those are numbers that just aren't going to cut it. Um, His averages were 10-5, and okay, but I need those averages to be closer to about 14-6 and this coming year. And a lot of that, unlike with Azulis, a lot of it – is I think just being able to become more efficient out there on the basketball court. There is no reason when you watch Kirk Cresa that he shouldn't be shooting around mid forties from the field and about 40% from three. He's got that kind of repertoire and as Arizona fans know, and I'm certainly going to be the guy that will always uh, back uh, a player on this, no matter what you think of him, he talks a lot of trash, totally get that. But, the one thing that he does do and that he can back up better than anybody at the end of games, he wants the ball. And there's not a lot of players that you can say that about a lot of guys say they want the ball, but when it really comes down to it, do they really want the ball? And, That I think is where we're at with when it comes to Kirk Carissa. He wants the ball. You saw it against Illinois on the road in a hostile environment. You saw it against Oregon. You saw it against UCLA. He's the guy that can go 2 of 14 and then becomes 3 of 15 with that big dagger that he hits. So you know that the clutch factor is there. He's just got to become more consistent, and I think that he will get to that point. All right, one thing that doesn't need to be more consistent, though, is BetOnline Sportsbook. The NBA playoffs are here. Obviously, the finals are here right now. Hop on to Bet Online. That's where they've got all the best deals. It's been around forever. It's not one of these fly-by-night entities. You always know what you're going to get with Bet Online. They got great deals. There's a reason that it's one it's one of the most renowned sports books in the entire world, from props to bets to all kinds of over and unders. This is the place, and it's it's incredibly easy to navigate. John Schuster will always talk about how when he tries to get onto one of the sports gambling or sports betting sites, the first thing that he looks at is, all right, can I easily traverse this? And you can easily traverse it. It's that it's that easy. So check it out. Bet online sportsbook. All right. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. Now we're going to talk about what the rest of the players on this roster need to do for Arizona to get back to where it belongs. Now we talked, we broke down a Jules We broke down Kirk Cresa. Now the next guy up there is Pella Larson. Anybody that has followed me during any of my, uh, um, anybody that has followed me during any kind of sports, whatever the case may be, he, you, you know, that uh, Pella Larson is a guy that I was wrong on. There's just no doubt about it. And um, for a variety of reasons, he came back injured. And then on top of after coming back injured, um, he just looked out of place. He looked slow laterally. He uh, He didn't look like he could really shoot the ball. He just looked uncomfortable, and it was kind of uncomfortable to watch. But Tommy Lloyd showed also why he knows a lot more than Mike Luke. And Tommy Lloyd was able to hop in there and Tommy Lloyd was able to make that one occur. Um, he, he became that guy who got the ball on the perimeter and sooner or later made a three, made a drive, whatever the case may be, but he started playing within himself. And that is the key when it comes to basketball, playing within yourself. So all of a sudden, by the end of the year, Paolo Larson's a sixth man of the year. Now he's still got issues. I don't like him handling the ball. That's always going to be a little bit of a uh, a little bit of an issue for me. I don't like him handling the ball, but I can deal with the other aspects of it. I can deal with if he misses a couple shots or you know if his man beats him because he's playing within himself, and an, an appellate of Arson that's playing within himself is the epitome of a great three and D guy. I can knock down the open shot. I can dribble maybe once or twice, and I can play defense. That's what Arizona needs, and for order in order for Arizona to take that next step, he got to get to that thirteen point, that six rebound. He can certainly do that. So. We hop on, uh, you, you look at it, and that's what Arizona needs from him. He's another guy that's fully capable. I wouldn't be getting on some of these guys if they weren't fully capable of doing it. Like if a guy just wasn't good enough, cool. He's just, he just not good enough. I totally get that. But if he is good enough, then you're going to hold him to a little bit of a higher standard right there. And that's exactly where we're at with Pella Arson. He's proven that he's at that point. So let's take that next step right there. Start pushing that all-conference boundary where we talked about how it uh, – um Julius Tabellus needs to be an All-American. Kirk Crease of Pella Larson need to push that All-American boundary right there. So we're going to get to that. Okay. Now, another guy that we got to talk about is the big man in the middle, Umar Ballo. Now, I had no expectations for Umar Ballo, absolutely none. Uh, coming in, I thought he would be roster filler. He never played against Zaga. He looked a little out of shape. Generally, a guy like that, especially that, you know, has played uh, internationally and doesn't get a lot of run. You kind of wonder how good he is. Well, I was wrong. And that's why, you know, again, Tommy Lloyd makes the big bucks. He came in there. He was a big physical presence. He pushed people around. He was able to dunk in traffic. He was able to essentially do everything that you need from a big man. Now, again, he's not going to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but he's in much, much better shape then, uh, than I thought he was, and he's a far more fluid basketball player. Um, I don't know what the expectations for him should be this year because you're bringing in a Henry Visser who's a top 35 kid internationally. He's probably going to play sooner than later, but Umar is always going to have a 20 to 25 minute window in there where Umar Ballo gets his minutes because he's the only guy on the roster that's built that can intimidate like that. And as we remember, had five block shots in the PAC 12 championship game. He had multiple double doubles. He's a guy that Tommy Lloyd hit on and you got possibly three years left of him. So we certainly can enjoy that. I just need Umar Ballo to get into better shape. Give me eight and six every single game with a couple blocks and we'll be good. All right. Umar Ballo certainly looks like the guy that consumes some built bar. I don't think there's any doubt about that because as we know, built bar is where you get your strength, you get your gains and everybody hates having to work out and go in and, oh, I'm going to eat this chalky paste bar. That's not what you get with Built Bar. What you get with Built Bar is... Something that tastes incredibly good. You get good protein. It's good lean protein. It's great for a pre workout. It's great for a post workout. And there's a reason that so many more people are consuming Built Bar. There's also a reason, too, that you see Built Bar everywhere you go now. You see it on commercials. You see it on podcasts. You see it everywhere. Built Bar is not going anywhere. I like the blueberry muffin, as does John Schuster. All right. Now, there's a big, big wild card to next year's team that I think could really show some people and really impress some people as we go forward. We're going to talk about that next. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Adama ball. Adama ball is a guy that I almost wanted to throw into the newcomer segment that we're going to do tomorrow, but I'm not going to throw him in the newcomer segment because not a, he's not a newcomer, but it almost feels like it. Um, there wasn't a ton that was known about him before he came to Arizona. He was six foot five. He was a kid from France, showed some ability, was a mid-level recruit, you know, kind of your Georgia's, your St. Louis. I know Gonzaga kicked the tires a little bit on him to see what he could do. But when he got to Arizona, out of all the freshmen that came in, and again, it wasn't like it was a loaded freshman class. He was the one that stuck out physically. He was the one that was a little bit longer. He was the one that could make look, certainly look like he could, play at a little bit of a higher level. And lo and behold, he did exactly that when he got the opportunity. And again, I've told the story a billion times. I'm going to tell it again because I think it's very instructive about what Tommy Lloyd sees for Adama ball going forward. You need to be able to get guys into games in big situations that you plan on counting on next year. And that's exactly what Tommy Lloyd did. And I always hearken back to the Jason Terry situation where this is 1995, 96, Jason Terry's a freshman and Jason Terry toward the end of the year, he's not playing much because keep in mind, Arizona is a top 15, a top 20 team, but Jason Terry gets into that realm, gets into that role where he can start, he starts getting a few minutes here and there. You could tell that Luke knew that he was going to use him next year even though you had Mike Bibby coming in, you had all the players and Jason Terry played. Well, and that is something that you need going into the off season. He had I think a 20 point game against Washington because that if that's one of your last memories, that's something that's easy to build on. Adama Ball the exact same way. Adama Ball gets into a couple of the games in the PAC 12 tournament starts making a couple pull-up jumpers starts showing a little ball handling showcasing a little bit of this a little bit of that and before long you're saying man could this guy be a starter next year for Arizona because Lloyd certainly sees something in him and I think one thing that we we know about Tommy Lloyd is he certainly has the capability to look at players and project them out and to use them to the best extent. Adama Ball I am going to go out and say that I my expect my not my expectation, my goal for you is to earn a starting spot. I think that you can do that. I'm not going to put any statistical expectations. I'm not going to put all conference, any of that stuff. Just get a starting role, hold that the entire year. Because if you hold that the entire year, things look incredibly good going forward into next season, the following season. Then you start maybe looking at an NBA type prospect going because again you watch him he's six foot five he's got incredibly long arms basketball's kind of natural to him and you know he he's a guy that will really be able to help Arizona going forward okay so we broke down a we broke down a Azulis DeBellis we broke down Kirk Crease of Pella Larson now you need Azulis DeBellis to be an all-American type it's just what we need then you need Pella Larson you need Kirk Carissa to be a little bit of an all-conference, all-conference push that a little bit. Adama Ball, become a starter. Umar Ballo, be a starter. Give me eight and six, something to that effect. And again, Arizona's not going to have the wherewithal. They're not going to have the punch to be able to be a national title contender. That'll be 23-24. But there certainly is enough talent on this roster to compete for the Pac-12 and to be in that top 25 pretty much all season. So, I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot that this Arizona team has going for it going forward. Now, the next uh, next show, we're going to talk about some of the newcomers. And again, as you all know, this is an incredibly fluid situation because you've already got a player in Henry Visser coming in, top 30 kid out of Estonia. NBA type player. He's going to be somebody that is going to play major minutes. Dylan Anderson from Gilbert, more of a probably a depth redshirt development development type guy. And then you've got Philip of cannon, who is the ultimate wild card out of everybody. You could see him starting, you could see him not playing, you could see him redshirting. Nobody really knows quite what to get from there. So we're going to figure that one out as well. But again, Arizona fans see a lot of people that are nervous, just chill. Everything is going to be all right. Tommy Lloyd gets this again, not, you're not going to compete for a title every year, especially in the second year of a coach, but he's going to get this thing. He's going to get this transfer portal thing figured out to the point where Arizona is not having dip years. And let's be honest here. If you're having a dip year and it's a, you're still in the top 25 all year, that's also when you know you're a higher standard of a basketball program. So again, there's going to be a lot to get to. Wanted to do a rundown right now of all of the players that could possibly that are possibly returning, what Arizona needs from them, and next show we're going to be talking about the newcomers. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Wildcats.